What's up, Emmaus? Welcome to the Proclaim and Display podcast, episode 25, where we help you show and tell the gospel to your neighbors and the nations. I'm Jaron. We're back in the studio today again with Kennedy and Jeff. How are we doing today, guys? Doing great. Great. How are you, Jaron? I'm I'm doing pretty good. Good. It's, it's good to be here today. Hey, uh, where in the world did the month of May run off to? Went like bite. it didn't even happen. Yeah, it, so fast. Yeah, it's kind of wild, pretty crazy. I can't, I'm just still grappling with how fast time goes. Uh, I imagine Owen and the family are probably saying the same thing while on sabbatical. It does go fast, but uh, Owen, we can't wait to get you guys back to hear about y'all's experience. Uh, with the end of May comes a really busy season here at the church. Um, we can we can get into that maybe in the next episode, maybe another podcast with Cody here soon, but uh Personally, y'all got any wild plans this summer? Anything you got in store? Headed to Eurasia for a little mission trip in July. So that's exciting. Yeah. Awesome. Going on that one. We're also going to Panama. So July will be And you're going on all the trips. Yes. Yeah. Cool. So mission trips. Anything else you're doing with the family? You're planning anything? No. Awesome. Nope. Great nope. conversation. Mission trips and camps. <laughs> I, I guess we work during the summer, Jan. I mean, <laughs> yes, I'm very aware. June will be. I know June will be busy, and and Kennedy. Well, I guess both you guys in July will be busy. We are actually squeezing in uh, because my life is a little bit less busy now these days in the summer. Hmm. Uh, but uh, we're squeezing a little trip down to uh, Great Wolf Lodge. So. Nice. Nice. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that. We'll see how that have goes. Have the boys ever been? Uh, Nathan and Jeremiah have. Jeremiah's, it's been so long he doesn't remember. So, yeah. well, was this is this the place where you ran into Matt Chandler on a water slide? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I don't think we can rob <laughs> our guests of, of yeah, that Yeah, I, uh, I honestly, yeah, me and Nathan are one on the big slides, and Matt Chandler and his daughter are standing right in front of us in the line. And I just... Couldn't bring it to bring myself to say, "Hey, Matt, how you doing, buddy?" <laughs> we signed my swim trunks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, uh, not to name drop, but uh, yeah, I had a, a brief encounter with him that he has no idea about. So nice. it was, it was nice. uh, <laughs> that's funny you brought that up. I forgot all about that. Uh, where does speaking of seasons here? We're talking about summer. Does is summers on y'all's like top list? Is that what y'all? Lean to is that uh, the the best season for you and your uh, your rank of seasons? Do you have a favorite season? Absolutely, it's your best one. That's yeah. Okay, world. I will say this is my first summer ever, like working in the summer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so I've always either gone to school, been a student, or been a teacher. Wow, so you're yeah. not getting a summer vacation that you, yeah, so you might like. Really <laughs> so long yeah, time. maybe summer won't be my favorite anymore. <laughs> Oh, Jeff, what about uh, you? Yeah, so like on a scale of zero out of ten, um, summer's about a negative one hundred. Wow. I uh, I'm not gonna lie; it like affects my mood as I see the temperatures <laughs> climbing up. I'm like, oh no, here it comes. So oh. no, summer's the worst. Is it like the heat for you? Or? Yeah, yeah, that's the heat. It's I, I hate it. I I'm kind of with you. Like, uh, I mean, summer's great. I'm I'm kind of my my favorite season is generally whatever season is about to happen. Yeah. But I don't, I don't experience the, the, uh, the, the anticipation of summer 
like I do the other seasons. Yeah. Like fall and spring are about it for me. So I'm kind of with you on the summer. I'm not. I'm not a biggest fan of the wow. fan of the heat. But uh, Kennedy, have a great summer. It'll be a lot different for <laughs> yeah. you. Hope you enjoy that. Hope you get lots of air conditioning, Jeff. Yeah. All right. Well, last time on the podcast, Jeff got us started on uh, some conversation about phones and social media. We actually ran out of time, and so. Uh, we're actually going to have part two conversation on that. And so we've kind of made some adjustments to our plans. And so, Jeff, why don't you help us out, get us, uh, uh, give us a recap and uh, lead us forward. Sure. So, um, yeah, for those of you who, who didn't catch the last one, um, we really spent some time talking about the heart issues that come um, with using your phone and, and technology that um, even if you're not doing things that maybe are obviously bad or or wrong with your phone, that your phone still has an impact on you. You use it so often. And so um, just to recap, we, we talked about three lies that, um, that your phone tells you. Number one is that you are the center of the universe. Just because it's right there to answer your every question, uh, to give you a solution to your every need, um, that, that can kind of be a practice that tells you that, hey, you're, you're the most important thing going on. Um, and then the second thing is that you're right, meaning like you are correct in your political beliefs, your social beliefs, your spiritual beliefs, because it just confirms and we only kind of expose ourselves to content that confirms what we already believe instead of maybe challenging us uh, with areas where we might need to grow or improve. Um, and then the last lie is that online through social media that's where you're known that the face that you put out there on social media um, is is who you truly are and we all know that we're, we're a little selective when we pick our mm-hmm. pictures and when we tell our stories uh, we're a little selective about what we put out there and so it's just not where we're really known and for the christian we want to be people who practice uh, vulnerability and honesty and so we want to be careful about only always putting on that mask and putting our best foot forward, not letting at least some trusted individuals get to know us uh, more personally. So those are the lies. Um, and then the, the truths are, you know, just a little bit of a flip side of that. Um, the affirmation that comes from social media um, are, are just not things that satisfy, right? You can get a million likes on a picture, but, but honestly, it's only going to last um, until the next day. We, we want to look for uh, faithfulness to the Lord and the things that truly deeply satisfy. Um, social media is something that, that's used to cover up brokenness. Like I said, we, we, don't tend to, we don't tend to put out things that we don't want other people to see. And so we, have, we get in that practice of covering up our sin. Um, but also it can be a distraction from our sin. That if we don't ever spend any time um, looking at our heart, praying, thinking that every time we have a spare moment, we pull up a game or a Twitter scroll, uh, we, we get distracted from our sin, don't really give God the opportunity to expose kind of what's going on in our heart. I Just to add something before we move on, I, I think through those, those truths that you've mentioned and how I've seen that play out in my own life, I, I remember a season kind of earlier on in my use of social media and just looking back now, just seeing how pervasive it like literally just once you make a post and then the addiction of going back and looking at that post, how many times to see who else has liked it and just uh, how pervasive that was for me. But also even currently for me, the things I'm fighting against, is just my phone usage at night, like when kids go to bed. And I 
I just want to be in the know. I want to know what's going on. And so Twitter is kind of my means of accessing oh, yeah. all of that information. And uh, it's just amazing to me. These are conversations I've had with other buddies to just kind of work through that a little bit. But just how quick time goes by. And you're like, oh, it's time for bed. I've just wasted. I've just <laughs> wasted an hour. Um, so, oh, I, I find those those yeah. things you mentioned really helpful. Yeah. So, so I thought the goal today, what we didn't get to dive into too much last time, um, is taking that next step. And okay, if if you might see that you could use a little bit of help, you need to adjust uh, your practices. What are some just practical ways um, that we can defend against some of these these lies? Um, that we can defend our hearts and our minds um, and our practices in a way that uh, glorifies God. Do you guys have any any thoughts or things that you, you like to practice? Yeah. You know, on your phone, you can set that um, like screen time where you have mm-hmm. either a max amount of screen time or where your phone locks at a certain time. Um, and I think that that's really helpful. Now, you still have to be somewhat disciplined because even when it locks, you know, you can know your own passcode to unlock it. But even then, I think um, setting those boundaries of, okay, at this time, this is when I spend time in the word. I'm going to make sure that my phone locks every day at this time where I can't access text messages. I can't access phone calls. I can't access social media just to get that break because we're constantly feeding ourselves from our phone all day long. Um, And sometimes it's good for us to take that away, even if it's not spending time with the Lord, just taking that away for parts of our day, I think is super beneficial. I think also another thing I've recently discovered is the the concept of app limits that you can Mm -hmm. set, Mm -hmm. not just a limit to your phone, but if there are particular apps that are kind of like an easy outlet for you, or you find yourself wasting time, you can set, you know, you, you get to set the time limit. You're like, hey, I'm only going to allow myself 45 minutes on Twitter today, you know, or what what have you. Um, you can set that, and it lo and behold, it'll pull up a screen and tells you time is out. Now, the hard part <laughs> is when that reminder comes up, it says, do you want to quit? Do you want to add 15 minutes, or do you want to ignore this feature for the day? So they're, they're still, like, they're still means to overcome those but it's just another reminder like hey you've spent your allotment of time today so yeah. that's another practical thing yeah. that I thought of when you mentioned that about screen yeah. time and those are those are helpful for me because it's a little bit scary like how quickly time can go mm-hmm. when you're like you, you mentioned at nighttime or something like all of a sudden you look up and oh my goodness I've just been reading nonsense for an hour um, <laughs> that's just not not a nonsense good use of your time. is not an over exaggeration right exactly <laughs> so at, at the very least it's gonna throw that screen up at you to say hey this is this is getting crazy. Yeah, for so, sure. For sure. Um, one of the other like answers I have for this is a boring answer um, because it's not a silver bullet uh, and it takes a lot of effort. Um, but not not to underestimate just the regular means of grace yeah. that we have. Um, the the way that you learn to recognize the sin in your life and in your heart is spending a lot of time in the Word, um, spending time in prayer. You mentioned you know talking to your buddies about it, having people around you that can kind of go. Uh, my, uh, I'm, I'm guilty of this a lot, and my, my spouse has become a very helpful uh, point of encouragement because she's like, you've been on your phone for a little yeah. bit today. And it stings. It's not, the, it's not the thing I want to hear. Ouch. I want to defend it, but 
but no, I'm looking up recipes for no reason that I'm never going to cook. <laughs> so um, so I, I need that reminder a little bit. But just doing those things that help you become a more discerning person in general. Right. Um, and then you you will find yourself being a little bit more aware of you know, how you're spending your time and what you're exposing yourself to. Well, and really, it's kind of like a, a two-sided coin a little bit. You know, when we find ourselves with some of these tensions and life in general, uh, just living in a fallen world, you know, we it's kind of like subtraction and addition. So if we've got some tension, we focus on the things we need to take away. And so like Kennedy, and I just mentioned screen time or app limits. And if we just always focus on, you know, just those pragmatic those are helpful, but there's another side of that coin that you you feed something else that's better, yeah. uh, and so I, I think to that point, that's that's really important, Jeff. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of the questions that I think is important, you know, we we could sit here and talk about these things, and it might start to sound like, you know, what are they saying? Like phones are just inherently evil that we should all, you know, go outside and take a hammer to our phones. Well, of course, the answer is no. Like. A phone is a morally neutral um, thing. And so the question I have is, what are some ways that we can redeem our phone? So obviously we talked about ways to limit its influence and, and um, to use you know filters and things like covenant eyes and, and mm-hmm. things like that that kind of uh, help safeguard you. But what are some good things? What are some God-glorifying things uh, that you can think of that we can do with our phones? I can think of several like apps that we can use that can help strengthen our faith. Um, Specifically, like um, Oklahoma Youth Ministry put out an app here recently um, that basically is a discipleship app that holds you accountable with someone to share the gospel, to be in the word. And it sends you reminders like every week. And it says, okay, who did you share the gospel with this week? Mm -hmm. And you like report it to the app and you have someone um, that's maybe a mentor that can see your progress on the app. And so it's a really um, quick way of discipleship, but um, I think that that can be used for good. And also some other evangelism apps that are out there. I think of the Joshua Project, um, the Unreached of the Day, where every day it gives mm, you an yeah. unreached people group that to pray for. One. And man, it is just, it's really good. Um, so there are apps out there that are useful. Um, I think we can also use the things that maybe aren't discipleship or evangelism focus to become that too. Yeah. So that. That Joshua Tree app is really fascinating to yeah. learn some kind of educational things mm-hmm. about the people itself to kind of give you some angles and how to yeah. how to pray for them. Yeah. Really cool. Absolutely. Uh, I think for me, just as I think about how the Lord has has made me, and I I just I've always been blessed by the random text message I received from somebody that they did. I mean, what they said could be really simple or really just really high level stuff, but regardless, it's just, they took the time to think about something they noticed in me and shared a couple lines of text just to encourage me. And it, yeah. it for me, those things always come at just right the time, at just the right time. And uh, so for me, it's been like, as I've been blessed by that and seeing the, the gift of that is to lean in on that with other people. Um, I know there was a time for me when the Lord would kind of remind me of somebody just randomly. Someone would come to my mind and like, Oh, I wonder what's going on with them. And, and come to find out had I responded and like 
sent a text or made a phone call. Something was actually, and it wasn't always the case, but it was, it was really interesting to me how that would be connected to something's going on in that person's life. And so trying to lean into that a little bit is, is when those random thoughts of folks come into your mind, like just say, Hey, I don't know why, but you popped in my head today. And I just want you to know, I love you. I appreciate you. Here's why. Have a great day. And uh, those things are, those encouragement texts, I think, are incredibly significant in people's lives. Yeah, I, I think that's a, I think that's a really important uh, point. I was, it's funny. I was talking to somebody just just a couple of days ago, and we we were talking about somebody we knew that we hadn't heard from in a while, and they were like, "Yeah, I've been wanting to send them a text for a couple of weeks, and I just keep not doing it." Mm-hmm. And you know, fortunately, I had a good relationship. But I was like, "Well, why?" You know why? Why not? And and it was just the the million reasons that get in your head mm-hmm. not to do something like that. Well, I didn't know what to say. You know, I, I haven't seen them in a while. It's kind of awkward. And I think sometimes we just we get in our own way yep. and we way overcomplicate those things that nobody is going to be bothered by just an encouraging text. It doesn't have to be like you said. It could be as simple as just saying, "Hey, thinking about you today," yeah. and that that can mean the world to somebody. That takes five seconds on your phone, mm-hmm. and yet the the benefit is can be astronomical. So, yeah, I think that's sure. definitely something we should we should work towards. Yeah. One of the things too, that whether this falls in this category or not, uh, but just even like hanging around the house with the boys and uh, we're chit chatting, talking, and every once in a while. Uh, Thomas really likes to, like, if I need Thomas to be still and to just focus on something, it's really easy for me to pull out my phone Mm -hmm. and go to my photo library and just scroll through pictures and, oh, there's Bubba, you know, and and so I have found, like, it's actually a good practice to just sit down with the boys and let's, hey, let's look through some old pictures together, you know, and it's it's a lot of fun, a lot of joy that uh, you get to remember some cool things that happened and uh, connecting dots and things that happened in the past. So yeah. that may not fit this category, but that was a, a positive thing that phone's been helpful for my family. So yeah. nice. Um, if, if you're somebody, one thing I've found, if you're somebody who likes to play games or kind of engage your mind when you're whatever, waiting in line at the bank or whatever things, one helpful replacement that I, I've found has been um, Fighterverse. Mm-hmm. It's an app put out there by uh, Desiring God, and it's a scripture memory um, app and you can kind of do it however you want. You can do, you can select your own verses that you want to use, or they have kind of a preset list of verses that go through, uh, the years, but it's incredibly helpful. It's got, um, kind of memory memorization games. Uh, it lets you listen to the verse Mm -hmm. just being said over and over every now and then, like they'll have a song that goes with it. I mean, they just have lots of different ways to kind of help you. And so that way, if you're, you know, if you're bored, instead of just using it on something mindless, that that gives you something that brings brings some value. Um, I'm not a I'm not a game person. Like I've never been a video game. Like, is there like what's the latest rave right now with games? Is there a? I remember like the last game I played with a tele a telephone Tetris. Oh my gosh, no, not Tetris. Uh, what was the words with friends? Words with friends. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, man, I don't know. I'm not much of a game. I'm not a game person. Okay. Well, we need to have somebody else talk and share about that. (laughs) Ask someone. Yeah. I do think it's interesting, like, thinking of even social media. um, I think social media can also be used. And social media is also probably a whole different podcast in and of itself. Um, But I think we can ponder how we can use that um, 
for God's glory. Um, you know, I had a mentor in college tell me, she said, you know, these students that you're discipling, they're watching everything you're putting on social media. And so you can take that with what you want, but you can also choose, hey, since they're watching every move I make on social media, I might as well make the most of it. And I might as well show them like, hey, as a follower of Christ, this is the life I live. These are the things I do. Um, and basically using that is another tool of discipleship to show them how to live for the mm-hmm. Lord. And I had never thought about um, posting in that way, but just to kind of show people, hey, as a follower of Christ, I can still have fun. I can still do all of these things. Um, and these things can be good. And so almost using that um, as just another tool of discipleship too. Yeah, yeah that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, something that I've never been particularly good at is make like going out there and finding good Christian worship music. Yeah. Um, it's mostly just because I'm too lazy to make a playlist. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just never very good at, at doing that. What do you guys listen to? Obviously, Jaron, I know you're, you're tied in the music scene. I mean, I, I listen to a whole lot of different stuff. So yeah. I, I don't know that I can even say one thing I listen to in particular, but, uh, I actually just the last couple of days, y'all remember Switchfoot? Yeah. They just, uh, Beautiful Letdown, that album, it's 20 years old, and so they re-released a, an album that's, like, they redid it, rearranged some uh-huh. things. It's pretty cool. So huh. that is, I, I started listening to that last couple of days. Uh, also, Avery mentioned something about needing to check out Owl City at the men's breakfast. All of them? The whole band? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not following. That's all right. That's, that was for Avery. Oh, okay. Good deal. That was an inside joke. All right. Sorry. Good deal. Uh, I, I mean, personally... For me, I like as far as our church, like we use Spotify, so we try to put some playlists on there. And we've got um, even a playlist that just has all the songs that we have ever sang. And so anytime we sing a song, it gets added to that playlist. And so um, I think I don't know that I could point people to a specific group or type of music, but I, I can speak to the importance music plays in our life. Even if you wouldn't consider yourself a music person, Owen would probably say that about himself. I think he's even said that. So, uh, like that is a gift. Um, the ability to memorize or remember things is often tied to something in a song, much like you mentioned about the app of Fireverse. And so, um, God has just hardwired our brains to use music in such a way to, to help us. And so, for people who believe the gospel, we need to remember the gospel every single day. And so why not feed your mind with some, some music that's pointing you to yeah. Jesus. So absolutely. Very good. I've learned too with music. I have um, really specific music tastes sometimes. And for me personally, there are some Christian music that's out there that I just don't particularly like, and it has nothing to do with the lyrics. It has nothing to do with the, meaning of the song it's just i'm like if i'm driving down the road i'm not i'm not jamming to this song you know and so i really did some digging and found um some really good solid artists that almost line up with the type of sound of music that i like and that's helped change um worship music for me because i'm listening to that all the time because i genuinely love the sound of it i love um just 
you know, I, I just enjoy listening to it. But then also at the same time, there's some really good truths Mm -hmm. in that music too. And so, um, I think sometimes it's easy to say, ah, well, I just don't really like the music that the radio plays, you know, but, um, there's good, solid Christian artists out there that put out some really good songs and songs that point directly to to scripture, like Jaron was saying, um, I think of like Shane and Shane when they put out mm-hmm. their Psalms albums yeah. and just how really quickly I can remember Psalms, yeah. different passages in Psalms, all because of their albums. Yeah. Um, so it, I think it's really great. We're, we actually just sang a song, our next gen kiddos sang uh, a song from Shane and Shane from their Psalm album, yeah. Tell the Story, so from Psalm 8. So really, I'm glad you mentioned that. That reminds me of, uh, so uh, recently we had a kind of a young adult, just informal, get together, sing along. We sang uh, some Rich Mullins. Oh. You remember Step by man, Step? Man, yes. I was, and I'm looking around at some of the students. I'm like, I don't think they've ever heard this song. <laughs> but it was awesome. I hadn't heard that song forever. Rich Mullins, good yeah. stuff. So I think I think all of these are, um, you know, just are helpful ways that, mm-hmm. you know, you, I'm not again, I'm not saying you got to fry your phone in the microwave, but, um, but there are some good ways that you can use it, redeem it, um, to, to have a positive influence on your, on your life and, and those around you and keeping, keeping in mind with all of this, you know, the kind of the most important thing are the foundational things that we talked about last time, just examining your heart, being willing to ask the question, is my phone an Mm -hmm. idol? Is my, you know, are these areas that I'm using technology for that have those become an idol in my life? And then you can start to kind of use, how do I use these application pieces to um, repent and, and replace them for the glory of God? Yeah. I think, uh, as we kind of wrap up this conversation too, there was a, a quote that Brian Woodward reminded me that I, I believe Owen shared from a sermon uh, saying, our strongest desires are not our deepest desires. And so as we think about with our, our phones, like, Typically, the thing that um, uh, influences us to make the decision is whatever desire is strongest in us. And so oftentimes the phone or social media is winning out on that. But that doesn't mean that it's, it's our deepest, truest desires. And so as a, as a follower of Jesus, it really becomes like a, a mindset where you, you know, the you know, the, the practices, the things that we do, it's, it's a, it's having a a mental, uh, stake in the ground saying and reminding yourself, Hey, this is what I am being prodded to do. This is what I'm being tempted to do. This is what I'm longing to do right now, but it's not necessarily speaking to what is truest about me and what is, what is the deepest meaning for me in this moment? And so I re- that I thought that quote was really, really helpful regards to all kinds of things in life, not just phones and uh, social media and whatnot. So I, I think thinking about the pragmatic things, but the spiritual things as well is yeah. I think is really really helpful and important. Sure. Well, I guess this concludes our conversation today, guys. I hope this has been helpful. Uh, and uh, hopefully moving forward, we will, uh, uh, Jeff will help us think through other uh, topics uh, in regards to discipleship. And uh, maybe you uh, have some thoughts and some ideas and some things that you would like to be discussed. Uh, boy, you should reach out to Jeff and uh, I'm sure he'll put that to a list and we can we can hopefully talk about that in the future. For so sure. uh, Kennedy, why don't you close us out with a word of prayer and we'll conclude the podcast today. 
Lord, we thank you so much, just um, one, for who you are and um, how you continue to just give us the encouragement and the strength that we need, Lord. Um, Lord, I pray today as we just reflect on technology and um, phones and everything that's at our fingertips, Lord, that um, we not only look at what it does to us, but also that we look at the heart behind it all, that we um, look at it through the lens of your truth, Lord, that we know that we can't decipher um, between truth and lies unless if it's um, through the lens of the truth, Lord. And so I just pray that we look to your word um, for guidance. Um, Lord, I pray that this conversation um, would spur our hearts to continue to consider how all the things we use in our daily lives can be used for your glory. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. See you guys later.